The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. If you're going through any of life's transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup book series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford. Good morning. It's so great to have you here. Great to have you here. You know, listening to Second Wind is all about focusing on women in our lives, and our lives are constantly changing. You know, we may be going through something really traumatic, or we're just getting up and doing another day. But whatever that day is, I can guarantee there's going to be some change in it. Sometimes these changes require that we have a second wind. We have a almost a, a get our breath again and get moving forward. We get stuck in our thoughts and our jobs and our lives. And so a program like this is to help us refocus and move our lives forward, remembering that we gain strength through our leadership and our love that we share with others families, friends, all those people we meet along the date. So welcome. I'm glad you're here today. I wanted to share a story that has been shaping over the last month for me. Through some changes that I've been doing in my life, one is downsizing. About two years ago, I decided to downsize my my house and my life. And when I decided to do that, then that brought in some changes in how much furniture I could have in a house. But then also, about two weeks ago, or about a month ago, two months, I sold a property in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So I began consolidating my furniture, selling some of it in Santa Fe, bringing some of it back to Tyler with those special pieces you just can't turn loose of. Well, I was realizing as I looked at my furniture that I needed different pieces. I needed pieces that had more storage in them than some that I was using. So I decided that I would go to see my friend, Wesley Beard, in Jacksonville, who has Beard Auction. Now, I am a particular lover of antique furniture, and Wesley has a business where he brings in European antiques, and they are beautiful. So I went to Wesley with my needs, and Then he told me about an auction he was going to have, which he has regularly. 
Wesley's clientele is from all over the United States that fly in to see what sort of furniture he may have at his warehouses at this time. So at the auction, there we were, a group of about 50 to 75 people in this very hot, steamy uh, time of the year in Texas, and a beautiful piece came across the floor. I decided that piece was perfect for one of my areas that I was hoping to find more storage for. So the antique server from Belgium became my entrance hall piece. I thought it would be perfect. It's carved, has marble on top, truly a beautiful piece of furniture. Then I still had one place that I needed more storage. That was in the bedroom. So I continued to do the search, went over to Wesley's and walked one of his warehouses and found this absolutely beautiful, tall hunt cabinet. Now, many times what I like about using antiques is that we give them new life because we use them differently than they had originally been intended. Our houses don't adapt to the way they were what they were built for in Europe. And I find a lot of adventure and freedom and just enjoyment in knowing that I'm recycling a piece. So this piece, Hunt Cabinet, that I covered, that I'm using in my bedroom, has a beautiful place for a TV on the top and then lots of storage in the bottom of the piece of furniture. I was able to stay on focused with what I enjoy about life, and that is finding unique, beautiful things to put into my house and yet use them in a way that I enjoy using them. So many of our young women today prefer to go to the more streamlined furniture and would prefer to go to a furniture store. Less hunting and more of an all-in-one stop shop. So anyway, I found great pleasure in pursuing this over the last month. And yesterday, my furniture was delivered. You know, you always take a sigh of Oh, well, you know, I saw it in the warehouse, and I liked it. And now that it's in position in my house, it's even more beautiful. I hope that sometime you'll explore getting into new experiences. Perhaps antique hunting is not your thing, and that's okay. But the main thing is to... Get outside your comfort zone and go find those things that, one, you enjoy doing, you take great pleasure in doing, and they will give you hours of pleasure as you go forward. When I look at my new pieces, I love them, I enjoy them, I appreciate where they've been, and I so enjoy the time that I have to enjoy them. Today, our guest is a fascinating woman. Her name is Martha Dunlap, 
and she calls herself a professional organizer. She's the owner of a business called Divide and Conquer here in Tyler, Texas. She's so fascinating because she is a woman that wears many hats and has gone through several transitions. She's a wife, mother of three sons, grandmother of eight, and I like your name, Martha, called Honey. That's how her grandchildren address her. She's been a teacher for 20 years. She is a businesswoman and probably has been a businesswoman most of her life. She's an involved volunteer of 17 organizations was the, the list that I counted. But she loves speaking about her favorite topic, which was, as she described it, I am wild about organizing. Almost anything from a kitchen drawer to an estate. So I am so excited to welcome our guest today, Martha. So we have just a brief moment, Martha, to chat before we go to commercial. But welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Well, you call yourself a professional organizer. I call you a saint. (laughs) (laughs) Because when we were visiting yesterday, we were both talking about moving furniture, as I know you're preparing for another estate sale of your own. I was just preparing for something much smaller. But still, it was both. I'm sure we were both in our... uh, uh, what we say, I call them the moments where we shine. We love doing what we're doing, so it makes it all good. So, your sale is coming up this weekend, correct? Thursday, this Thursday. We open at 7 a.m. Ah, here in Tyler. Right. Yeah. Well, you, first off, start, did you start, You i did the figuring, and you started this business nine years ago? Right, uh-huh, when I retired from teaching. Well, I thought maybe you had done it a little before, or was it not? I just have always naturally been organized, yeah. and um, in oh, as early as third, fourth grade, I can remember having my friends' names, addresses, and phone numbers alphabetically on index cards in a little metal box. So I guess it's just been with me always. Yeah, you know, so many times we go back and we can see, and in our, we've always had these talents with us, even at early ages. Mm -hmm. And so it's quite interesting working with women when they're trying to decide who I am and what I want to be. We many times go back and visit the little girl things that we enjoy doing. Right. Because they are our signs of where we really enjoy spending our time. Mm -hmm. So as we come back from this break, we are going to be talking about your business and how you came about getting into this business, because after 20 years of teaching, that's awesome as well, because I am a teacher at heart, 
as well. If you're going to have any questions for Martha today, I'd like for you to call in at 877-864-4869. We're going to take a short break now. And so I hope I want all of my listeners to come back and listen to Martha as we start down the adventure of her life and see how she has met her challenges and made her changes and created this life that is now her life. So come back. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togenet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the WOW Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. You're listening to Second Wind with Joyce, and our guest today is Martha Dunlap the owner of Divide and Conquer. 
But before she decided to go into become the organizer lady, she had a very interesting career as a teacher. So, Martha, would you mind sharing with us some of that? Some of, what drew you into teaching? Um, at a very early age, I just always enjoyed pretending like I was teaching and mm-hmm. just decided I would pursue that as a career. And, of course, when I graduated in 1969 from college, there were not that many major opportunities for women women right. other than being yeah. a nurse or secretary or teacher or something like that. But anyway, I was just drawn in that direction and I taught for three years, but then I did not teach for 15 years and then I went back and taught 17 more years. Oh, so you had a nice break in there. You raising know, three I, little boys. <laughs> you were raising boys, huh? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a there was definitely a thought in the years that you and I were growing up that when you went to college, many of us went into education mm-hmm. and sort of took that career as a what if, you know, we did go back to work, that this would give us a job. Mm-hmm. So I I'm very, identify very easily with that because although I am not teaching nor have I ever been in the classroom, the school classroom, mm-hmm. I too I got an education degree. And so I've loved teaching and there's something now, when you were teaching, you were not in Tyler, correct, or were you? Uh, all but three years. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was in Nacogdoches for three years. Okay. And so when you went back into teaching, what grades were you involved with? I uh, started with fourth grade, but then I went back to fifth and seventh, and then by the time I finished, I had also included eight. Ah. So what did you like? best about teaching? I think just seeing those little light bulb moments uh, that were so very encouraging each day when you saw a child just think, oh, that makes sense, mm-hmm. or, oh, I get it, you know, and they wanted to pursue more, and that those those moments were the encouraging times. Yeah. Uh, probably from the time that you started in education, when you first started, in that period where you were in there teaching for three years, to the end of your teaching career, you saw a big change in students. Major. Yeah. And tell us about some of those changes. Uh, It was a drastic change. From the time that I went back um, after the 15-year period, I was... um, a little bit technically challenged, uh, even more so by the end of my career. Mm -hmm. Um, We did not have computers and things like that at the beginning, and so uh, that was a whole new world. Also, I was amazed at the difference in discipline. Ah. Uh, The the children um, did not have as much self-control, and the parents were always... um, supporting the child, not the teacher or the school. So it's kind of like my child can do no wrong. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah. I think there's a, I agree with you. I think there's a big change in the relationship of the parent and the teacher and the child Mm -hmm. over the last 
20 years. Oh, I don't yeah. know where we've gone, gone but <laughs> somehow um, there's a lot of change that ha mm -hmm. that's happened. And it's made that job very difficult mm -hmm. to set your goals and actually get to them. Mm -hmm. I always hear my teacher friends talk about the increase of paperwork that's required as Tremendous well. Tremendous amount, yeah. Yeah. And is all of that computerized now? I mean, is that the where majority, the majority yes. Mm -hmm. It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, this is always a concern, certainly whether you go back into teaching or another field for a woman that makes a transition later in her life, mm -hmm. is that she has to become technical logically a little more savvy mm -hmm. and so even going back to catching a class out at uh, the uh, TJC or some of the other colleges is many times required mm -hmm. you know just to get a position mm -hmm. so anyway but then you decided to leave teaching because of those reasons or you just needed a change. Well, a sometimes point. you just kind of have that feeling it's time to move on, and I truly had that feeling. Uh, more and more technology was being introduced into the classroom, um, and I had really tried my very best to learn as much as I possibly could. My school became a math, science, technology magnet in ah. the mid-'90s, and so it was kind of at that point that I was either going to have to get on the train or or you know, be left at the at the depot, and so <laughs> we were um, required to take many technology uh, computer based uh -huh. uh, lessons after school or on our off time or in the mm -hmm. summers. And so I did that, and I'm really thankful that I did. But there were just more and more um, oh technical issues that just kind of were getting me down. And I just really felt like that it was time to move on. And, of course, I was older because, like I said, 15 years I had been out of the classroom. Right. And um, then I had an opportunity to uh, go into something else, and I just really started debating about it and thought that I would do it in three years when I had planned to retire originally. Mm -hmm. And then the opportunity came, and it was like a... Uh, over a week decision making process, I decided to go ahead and retire in '04 and start the organizing. So you actually left the school system before you got your retirement? No, actually, no. I had enough years. Oh, the the oh. number of years and my um, age yeah. um, allowed me to be able to to draw my my retirement. Oh well, good. <laughs> that was a yeah. decision. I know you're a savvy businesswoman. <laughs> so. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that had I not had the 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 right combination. <laughs> yeah. So you realized that you enjoyed organizing, but how did you connect with the the really um, importance of? the career you did choose, the business you did choose? Well, because first of all, I, I, should, I would encourage important. any woman who is going into a career to select something that they are, as you said earlier, that you're wild about. And yeah. that was a, a natural talent. I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed seeing the end results. And my teacher friend next to me, uh, Misty Razor, had a husband who was going into a business called um, Org. 
O-R-G, the beginning of uh-huh. organization. It was a business very much like California Closets, and he ah. was going to be installing components into closets, but he didn't want to mess with the people's clothes or, or other possessions. And so I had told Misty that I wanted to work for him when I retired. And so anyway, he got the business going and one thing led to another. And I just said, you know what? I want a job in, in six weeks. And so <laughs> that kind of started that. And he told me about a national organization called NAPO, the National Association of Professional Organizers. So I became acquainted with that and joined that and started going to the month, I mean, the yearly conferences and then also started going to monthly meetings to a Dallas chapter. It's the National Association of Professional Organizers and it's an organization that started in 1985 with five members. Now it has over 4,000 members. And so yearly I go to their conferences and continue to learn. That is amazing that that this that this business, this company, this organization has been just since 1985. Yes. That is amazing. Yeah. I wonder what that reflects about us as a civilization. It shouts that people do not want <laughs> to organize themselves, (laughs) that they're willing to pay. And so much of the time, the family has two breadwinners, and so they do not have that extra time, but yet they may have the money to come in, to have someone come in and do that organizing for them. But there's all sorts of organizers. I mean, at my first conference, I met organizers of marathons, uh, organizers of financial needs. Even I met an organizer of of nannies and butlers in Hollywood, California. Well, I bet that's a good career there. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Where there's a need, there is a way. Absolutely. To create a, create a, create a, a business. Yeah. Um, now, I once met a woman, and and we were good friends for a while, and we've lost connections with each other, but she was a professional organizer in California and uh, was fascinating to talk to her about how she had gotten herself into this business, Mm -hmm. and it was just growing, growing, growing for her. Mm -hmm. But I do think this reflects that we are more of a culture of collectors Mm -hmm. and gatherers from just the paperwork that comes across our desk to the excessive buying that our generation seems to do as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I uh, am a big fan of organizers, and there are many reasons. Some of us tend to be a little more clutter, (laughs) clutter bugs than others, and then thank goodness, along comes Martha with her organizing skills. Save the day. Save the day. So we are going to break shortly for a, a few moments, and when we come back, we're going to be visiting with Martha, and she's going to tell us more about her business how she changes lives and helps people organize and move forward. So come back after the break. We will be here, and we have lots of good things to talk about. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. We are 
Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose and all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. You are listening to Joyce Buford with Second Wind, and we're talking about getting that second wind in organizing with our guest today, Martha Dunlap, who has the business Divide and Conquer. Now, Martha, if you would give us an overview of your business, because you actually take care of three different areas for people, don't you? And then we're going to go back and talk about each one. But the three different areas that you help people with are what? Well, just uh, maybe personally organizing a, a perhaps a closet or drawers or a bathroom or a kitchen, something like that. And then also we get into other parts of um, the business, maybe an office or even into a garage if necessary. I choose not to do that in August in Texas, but um, other months of the <laughs> year it's not too bad. Uh, and then also we have... Um, the estate sales, and I have found that uh, because people are living longer, number one, and so mm-hmm. many people are moving into into the Tyler area because of medical needs, we have um, many people who are moving from that large house to a perhaps garden home or from the garden home to maybe a retirement uh, community, that there is a great need. As a result of all that, there is a great need for uh, for downsizing. So we deal with downsizing, and downsizing um, requires sometimes um, consignments. A person may not have 
the need for a huge estate sale, but they may just want to downsize a bedroom suit or a, a formal dining table because their lifestyle is changing. So we take in consignments um, as well at our estate sales. Well, when I visited your website and doing my research, I was just, I really liked your website. It was so organized, easy for me to get around on, and I know that your other guests feel the same way. But if I were to start out needing something, is there an organizing job that you find? You, What kind of organizing jobs do you like to take? If I just needed one room done, Mm -hmm. would you take that on? Mm -hmm. You would? Yes, oh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, paperwork seems to be a big challenge Mm -hmm. for so many of us. I... I actually, knowing what you keep and what you don't keep with the changes our government goes through, Mm -hmm. is a big challenge in Mm -hmm. itself, you know. So I would think that you do a lot of office organizing. Yes, and it's very important to to keep those uh, papers that you need for um, tax reasons or whatever. But Mm -hmm. also it's important to know that those do not have to be at your fingertips. You know, if you're at your computer, you don't have to be able to easily access your 2008 tax returns. Uh, So it's very important to to put close to you those things that you are going to need to access on a weekly or daily basis. Mm-hmm. And those other things can be stored um, in in perhaps a garage or a closet that's not being used. Right. I think also I was a little surprised when, um, one, first off, making the decision mm-hmm. is sort of like saying, well, I just, uh, it, it means I can't handle my own paperwork mm-hmm. uh, but there are people that are more talented at doing that than others and so I think many times when people say oh I, I can do it I can do it it just means I have to get in there I really have to focus on it and somehow it never happens mm-hmm. because it's really not your um, uh Interest, yeah, Yeah. talent, interest, and so it gets to be a chore that gets bigger and bigger and Mm -hmm. bigger every time you try to enter the room Mm -hmm. where this needs to be done. And I think allowing yourself to realize that is perhaps not where you shine and calling in an expert like yourself Mm -hmm. is sort of, it's very freeing. I mean, it was like a big sigh when I first realized that was okay to call in somebody to help with that part of organizing my life. Well, it's just like any other part of your life. You know, if I need an electrician, I'm not going to try to do it. I'm going to call someone who knows to do the right thing. And very often, if you call a professional organizer, it might just be um, a few hours of investment, but it mm-hmm. may give you that kickstart mm-hmm. to to get things rolling and to learn a few techniques that will carry on uh, throughout the years. So yeah. much of the time people look at a task and they are overwhelmed and therefore they just don't do it. They put it off and put it off and, and then it just grows. And that's why I came up with the name Divide and Conquer. Divide and Conquer really is a military strategy. And right. so if you just take a little bit at a time, then you're eventually able to conquer um, that mess. 
Right. Now, if somebody had a concern saying, I can see an older gentleman, maybe about privacy and so forth, is, do you ever have issues like that, that somebody's so concerned about that that they would uh, be hesitant to call somebody? Sure, absolutely. I mean, I have literally had people call me and say, you have no idea how long it has taken me to get the courage to make this phone call. Uh-huh. I mean, I have literally picked up the phone, and that's what per- people have said. And so it is a difficult thing, but as a Christian and as a professional person, uh, it is very important to me to keep that confidentiality. And um, I, I want to always assure my clients that right. what we go through or what we see is going to, is going to be kept private. Right. Well, now I see the paper explosion as one of the major things, but I also see the closets mm-hmm. because we use shopping more as quick fixes for mm-hmm. other things in our life, such as sadness or mm-hmm. depression and loneliness. There, The list goes on. And so there's always the closets that need organizing. So I'm sure you do many of those as well. I do, and I, I, once we have finished, I, I tell my clients, now, before you buy anything, I want you to ask yourself four questions. Number one, do I really need it? Mm-hmm. Number two, can I afford it? Mm-hmm. Number three, do I have a place for it? Uh-huh. And number four, how much am I going to get for it in a garage sale? <laughs> right. And so oh. sometimes that will kind of deter some of those uh spur-of-the-moment purchases, but you truly have to take a look at your closet and decide what you really enjoy wearing. As you've heard many times, we wear 20% of our clothes 80% of the time. So go through, look at those things, be brutally honest. Um, You know, am I really going to lose that 20 pounds? Um, And look at those things that you are not wearing. Get rid of those. Mm-hmm. Put the things in there that you do want to wear and enjoy. I like to color code my clothes. And so if I'm in a hurry and looking for a particular outfit, then that narrows that down to that color. And it's very easily uh, found. And uh, it's so much nicer to have closets that are not crammed full. Oh, yeah. And I would think in this area, particularly, some women feel a lot of guilt and embarrassment about the size of their clothes that mm-hmm. they have in there. And, you know, we normally, if we have a, if we're a person with weight problems, we usually have three sizes mm-hmm. in our closet just in case we go back up or we go down to um, the new size or the size of the year, whatever. Right. We're in. So, but you do, do you do your own consignment of the clothes? Is that how you do that? We do. We take in uh, clothes, shoes, belts. Um, We take in home accessories. We take Mm -hmm. in furniture. So uh, periodically I will go through my own closet and um, I'll consign some things in the sale and come up with, you know, two, three, four hundred dollars just right off the bat and... Where do you normally do your consignment sales? Do what? Where do you normally do your consignment sales? Well, it's not not just a consignment sale. When I have the physical space at an estate sale site, then I will take in uh, consignments. But I have to know how much they're going to bring so that I make sure I have the room for it. Right. 
Yeah. Someone may just call and say, we have a bedroom suit we want to get rid of, or, uh, you know, I have uh, 50 garments that I'm clearing out of my closet. And so um, whether it's a fishing boat or, you know, the nicest clothes, right. uh, we, we yeah. take in consignments when we have the physical space. Uh, so on the consignments, um, well, I had a question and the question went away. Well, I'm president of that club. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to be talking more about the the other area, which is the estate sales, but the mental game behind Choosing things, downsizing, decluttering our life is very important mm-hmm. to just allowing us to move on mm-hmm. and take some of that pressure off of mm-hmm. us. You know, whatever it is that's keeping us stuck in our life right. is that many, many, many times we have over, we have just cluttered ourselves up either with paperwork, but also choices of buying clothes and Mm -hmm. trying to quick fix uh, some of the other pain in our life. So once we get through this, when once we declutter, then we can move on Mm -hmm. and really have a much freer experience uh, of living these days. Mm -hmm. So the next thing I want to talk about when we come back after our break is, of course, the estate sales. And you used a new term in there that I had not heard, and it was of... of, uh, Right-sizing? Yeah. 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 What is really right for me at this point in my life? Yeah. That's a great word. I think Mm -hmm. that's a great use and descriptor of, of what you're doing. So... When we come back, now, Martha, I do want them to know where they can find you. So okay. when we come back, we're going to start off with that information for okay. sure. I want them to go to the, your website, which I just love with all the animal prints on it and everything. <laughs> and it really tells us you are wild about your organizing <laughs> life. So uh, when we come back, we will be giving you all that information. So go get your pen and paper. And be ready for Martha and Joyce as we continue talking about organizing our lives. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Second Chances. We all deserve them. And we are all worthy of them. Second Chances. With your host, Midge Noble. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on Toginet is like coming home to warm, fresh-baked cookies, a hug from Grandma, or an enthusiastic greeting from your dog. Second Chances, hosted by Midge Noble, a licensed professional counselor, is affirming, warm, genuine, validating, and thought-provoking. Second Chances is a place to be heard, a place to laugh, a place to cry, and a place to be seen. For more on Midge and Second Chances, check out MidgeNobleSecondChances.com. Then be a part of a show that will change how you think, how you feel, and what you do. Give yourself the gift of second chances and see where it will take you. 
So take a deep breath, open your heart, open your mind, and join host Midge Noble for Second Chances. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live la bella vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We're continuing to talk with Martha Dunlap of Divide and Conquer, who handles organizing, consignments, and estate sales for individuals that are needing a little help. Um, Martha, I wanted you to share your information about how people can go to your website and can also get in touch with you. Yes, they can go to www dot divide and conquer of east texas dot com or they can just email me at martha dunlap at yahoo dot com okay and do you have a work phone that you want to give out to them? yes that a- would be fine nine oh three five two zero eight eight five three well, I particularly thought that your website was very clear and easy to understand. And sometimes it's hard to maneuver some of these websites. But the one that drew my attention, because it also brought back some memories for me in just what I have just gone through in downsizing my, my own self two years ago. And then it just seems to be a continual thing as I sold that second home and um, needed to consolidate furniture but also I remember a time in my life that I was helping my mother mm-hmm. downsize extremely from a house to a um, senior living mm-hmm. situation and that's a that's a major downsize when they have to choose just a few of their favorite things to move with them so uh, I know that you are qu- probably very valuable to families in that situation when they have to go through those transitions. Those are major transitions, and mm-hmm. I have uh, helped probably um, 50 or 60 individuals go from that uh, garden home or that smaller home into a retirement village, and, and a lot of our living estate sales uh, deal with that, and they are having to go from three or four bedrooms to literally one bedroom, perhaps. Mm. 
So you have to look at function. You know, what are those pieces that I really can use? And I loved what you said at at the beginning about using antiques in different ways and and sometimes you you start off in life in a in a particular way and then various things happen and uh you have to just wake up and and find yourself being used in a different way mm-hmm. and um so that's how our transitions in life are we have so many things but we know we can only keep certain things so as we're going in to those smaller homes we have to look at the function we have mm-hmm. to look at what we're truly going to be needing on a day-by-day basis mm-hmm. and we may have a piece like you said at the beginning that can be used in a different way a vertical a vertical secretary might be uh, very um, useful in a small space because you yeah. have rooms room for books at the bottom but yet you may have some storage at the I mean, uh, books at the top, storage at the bottom, and then yet you can open up and have a desk as well. So you have to look at various pieces of furniture and see their function and then try to use them in perhaps a different way than you did before. Yeah. Um, Now, in this area that we live in, what is? do you have an area that you work out of or do you, uh, I mean, do you go within 50 miles of Tyler? Have you we usually don't go that? more than about 20 to 30 mile radius around Tyler, um, yeah. simply because of just logistics. It's it's hard because when we do in the state, so we have to take in tables and shelving and all sorts of supplies. And so uh, for for my um, uh, employees to drive that distance on a daily basis, to getting set up it it. it it costs more as far as gasoline. So right. we do just try to stay in the close East Texas area around Tyler. Well, I don't see any shortage of activity at your place. No. It seems like you're very busy. I see your name all the time. I get your cards all the time. Well, unfortunately, I have to turn down sales um, sure. weekly because we don't have enough time on the, on the calendar. Uh-huh. There is yeah. a great need. Well, in in our part of the country, in Tyler particularly, we have a large number of senior mm-hmm. living facilities. Mm-hmm. I do not know if this is the uh, overall general uh, state of affairs for the entire country or not, but probably due to your your comment earlier about the age that we're living, mm-hmm. it's probably more common than we than we think about, but. Um, most of our seniors do have to downsize just due to our our economy. Mm-hmm. It has changed. And then physically for an older individual who lives to be in their 80s and 90s, um, it's really not safe for them to live at home mm-hmm. or cannot provide for additional um help in the home. So it really is a way of living anymore for the senior living uh, facilities. Well, and it's very important, too, when those seniors go into those facilities that they do not cram their their new uh, quarters because yeah. if they do end up on a walker or in a wheelchair, they need to be able to maneuver around that space. Yeah. Now you have said in your some of your written notes here that you've done over a hundred and ninety mm-hmm. estate sales, and that's over a nine year period. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, we did thirty two awesome. last year. 
You did. Oh in, in nine and a half months. But nine, I have wonderful helpers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nine and a half. Now, why only nine and a half months? Do you take... I'm two? sorry, ten and a half months. Well, uh, because I, I try to take December, just totally okay. mark off December, and I try right. to mark off um, the first couple of weeks in January. Yes. Well, those are dead times anyway. <laughs> well, we've, we've done them during that time. There is a need, but um, really? sometimes people just are trying to get over Christmas expense and things like yeah. that. So, Right. Now, yeah. we will be working during that time, setting up for, but, um, you know, mid-January sales, but, but we try not to have them the first two weeks of January. So normally, how long does it take you to set up for an estate sale? I know it depends on the size. But yes, it depends on the size of the house, and it also continue, uh, depends on how tidy the house is. You know, if it's uh, just jam-packed full, then mm-hmm. it's going to take a lot longer. And um, uh, you just have to go into every cabinet closet drawer and pull out and um, handle every single solitary thing in that house. Wow. With normally a team of how many people? I have 17 part-time workers. They're all uh-huh. retired friends. Uh-huh. And I just say, you know, if and when you can come. And so they may come and work uh, seven, eight hours a day, or they may be able to come for four hours a day. So we just kind of uh, schedule it that way. Very yeah. flexible. Yeah. So if somebody was wanting to do this downsizing, they would go to Divide and Conquer and find Martha. Mm-hmm. Um Dunlap for sure because she is a pro in this area and has so many different ways that she can help you organize and move through a very stressful, stressful Mm -hmm. part of your life. Um, There is a coach that I have listened to out in Utah and she every year in January goes over the the importance of starting the year fresh mm-hmm. with a clean closets, clean office, clean organized life because mm-hmm. it holds so much promise for new things to come into your life. Absolutely. And um, uh, sometimes we forget the importance of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so is the... Philosophy behind your business more about helping people connect with that? Yes, I just think it's, you you know, in such a busy world, we we get our minds and our our homes filled with clutter. And in order to be able to function spiritually and and physically and mentally and emotionally, we need to to do that cleaning out periodically. And uh, once someone has done that, they realize truly how freeing it is. And Mm -hmm. so it's just a process. And uh, But the important thing about that is once you've cleaned out, go ahead and have little periodic times of, okay, for one day I'm going to kind of catch up and make sure things are back in their place. Because that's the key to all of it is making sure that you put back Mm -hmm. uh, that item uh, Mm -hmm. in the home it belongs that you've created. (laughs) Yeah. Make sure everything has a place. Yes. Once I had an organizer come in and help me and and it is. I have to train myself to go back and you know, it's pretty now, but to keep it that way mm-hmm. I have to go back and regularly do my own work right. of putting things back and and following through with the uh the thoughts that, that we're going to be doing for mm-hmm. keeping this room clean. 
And, and I want to be sure and mention something, too, for, for people to get their legal affairs uh, in order. And I don't care if you're 25 or 95. Uh, doing these estate sales, I've come across so many people who do not have their legal affairs organized. And so there are squabbles between siblings sometimes on who's going to get what. And unless it's written down, then um, those things are going to occur. And I promise there is not a single possession in that home that's more important than a relationship. And so it's very important to have all those things settled way in advance. Right. And have them settled with you and how you would have liked for them to have been distributed Mm -hmm. or managed. Mm -hmm. So it it follows your principles. You know, if you'd like to give to your church, you do that. If you'd like to give to the needy, you do that. And then you give something to your loved ones. But it needs to be written down. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? They can't read your mind. Right. Martha, I so appreciate that you took the time to be with us. Sure, my pleasure lives it's your work is amazing because it's it's so needed in our world and it's so important to individuals absolutely that they they take care of themselves this way so Mm -hmm. i just appreciate what you're doing it's awesome to have you doing this work well thank you god gives us a a brand new day each day and we can either use it for good or waste it so that's a, a daily choice yeah Well, thank you. I look forward to uh, talking with you more about your business and and maybe even calling on you to help me in the future. I I sound good. I'll do my best. (laughs) So welcome, listeners. I'm so glad you were with us today because you've heard a fascinating woman. See you next week. Thank you for joining us on today's edition of Second Wind. Join us again next week at the same time as Joyce and her guests share strategies of growth and renewal. You'll learn how to attain goals and dreams and create the life you want to live to its fullest. Second Wind.